earlier you spoke about uh, super superman consciousness so is it uh, referring to a more macro level consciousness that will come along it, yeah in a way we talk about yuga yeah yeah, yeah. is it referring to a certain yuga that is foreseen so yuga part is more the supramental age now the superhuman consciousness well it will have a larger macro effect on the atmosphere because it's something which is she used the word very she describes it like a powder gold and benevolent which is working in humanity and so it is working at a macro level definitely it is working but the beauty of this consciousness is there are more and more individuals who are going to embody it so it's both it's not either or so definitely it is going to help towards the coming of the new age which is the supramental age if you want to put it the yuga and it has come to help in that process but also it can be immediately it is ready for embodiment unlike the supramental consciousness which is not yet ready for embodiment i mean consciousness is ready but human beings are not ready if it enters into us it blows us up so if you look at you know it is very nice flower which to which the mother has named super humanity it's dahlia now if you look at dahlia mother has named very interestingly you know the first dahlia dahlia has very interesting names one one is vanity the second is surrender of falsehood last one is super humanity it's like a path <laughs> so amazing how she is named it's like a path to get rid of the vanity and the worst vanity is that me as man i know everything about everything and i can solve all the problems in this world let's understand and accept that we are with all our knowledge nothing before the divine wisdom that humility opens the door towards true knowledge so she goes like that then surrender of falsehood we have quite a bit of our own issue <laughs> our backyards <laughs> now it is being coming up exposed all these saints and <laughs> so god saint sages are coming under the scanner everybody not only the saints and sages sages because you know you can't afford to have in this world one thing which will not be tolerated is hypocrisy and duplicity you can't for long time will not allow because it's pressing upon man to change and then those who go through these stages they will have humility they will discard this vanity surrender their falsehood eventually they will be ready to embody a superhuman consciousness because superhuman consciousness means greater knowledge greater power also it's not just knowledge shobindu uses that word power is included but imagine his power is there with those who are still living in the ego what will he do are ye mera apna isko main theek kar deta hu see mother describes the yogi's healing powers vis-a-vis powers which are acquired as siddhis by special practices he gives a very nice example and you will see many of these healing cults which have come up superhuman all this has already come up superhuman beings who can heal healing energies who can direct is all ambition you know it doesn't work like that but how does it operate in a true divine being This is a true divine being. If he is passing by somebody who is not well, he may feel the urge within, and just look at the person and feel within or aspire within, call it whatever, just a thought that may he be healed and he'll be healed, and nobody will know how it happened. 
because there is no vanity there is no display there is no tamasha mass healing it's it's not it's it's done with the finish of a divine being so obviously uh, we have a long way to go but this power can only be embodied when we become freed from the ego that part is very true as long as there is any ego the worst of which is the spiritual ego we may be respected by tens of thousands of people but it makes no difference to the divine wisdom so it is both it is a working at a macro level many of the movements which are coming up save environment save planet suddenly people are treating earth as a living planet all is a part of the same pressure on the same political issue what we are discussing so what is the relevance of vastu now what is the relevance of, of vastu vastu okay yeah, yeah okay and then b if it is a science why we have a different version of truth there yes yeah, so see uh, there are in always in uh, indian thought there is very interesting middle ground between the uh, true spiritual consciousness and the physical world so uh, physical world deals with physical forces now the occult science which is the middle ground which is not spiritual deals with occult forces in which you have many of these subtle signs of which vastu is one of them let's put it like that so all the gods that they speak about are occult entities and you say there is a place there is a force and all this now still it is a science which is laboring under division it's not yet spiritual so but there are people just like physically they like to control physical forces i use this example and and um, you can put it like this um, the prototype of somebody who wants to manage his life uh, you know micromanage his life by managing all the possible forces in the world was hiranyakashyap see the fellow went as far as meeting brahma the creatric consciousness and got an impossible boon i am not going to die inside outside day night shastra astra man animal gods it's an impossible thing and is granted this is all the sciences basically like in allopathy people you know oh doctors will do a miracle well he can't but some doctors like to you know also feel puffed up that you know we can do a miracle <laughs> they die so we try to manage our life micromanage by mastering all the forces what ravana had done all the when it is said grahon ko unhone bandh liya tha it's the same thing that all these cosmic powers he had tied up and bundled them and they were at his mercy so it goes far beyond vastu not only he had learned the art and science of a perfect uh, sone ki lanka which was impregnable but also he had also caught those forces there were it is disposal which goes many steps before beyond just the vastu what it needed to destroy it one monkey for whom he provided the material <laughs> makes it worse hanuman never came to destroy lanka ravana made sure the lanka is burnt by providing material jalane ka saman de diya masala de diya purpose de diya pooch mein aag laga diya abhi what does he do you know <laughs> he goes here there and you know he is a god mighty god wherever he jumps because that's the nature he Sets it on fire. 
Now, why this happened? Because Ravana didn't didn't have that which a spiritual person has, and that is the consciousness of oneness. So the spirit, this is nothing to do with spirituality, vastu, and all this stuff, astrology, palmistry has nothing spiritual about it. It's an occult science has its own relative value, if we want to put it like that. Palmistry, uh, occult methods, uh, but this not spiritual. Mother has said very beautifully that spiritual consciousness, which is the only impregnable security, is to live in the consciousness of the one. And then she speaks about the story which they showed in the playground. She says, yes, it is very true that somebody who lives in the consciousness of the one, nothing can harm him. You know which story she is referring to? It was shown in the playground and mother said, yes, that is the way. Any guesses? She is speaking of the story of Bhakt Prahlad. It was shown in the playground. Now what is Prahlad's way? It doesn't know Vastu. What does he know? Ek khambe ke andar bhi hari hai. Kya itna knowledge kafi nahi hai? Look at this all powerful knowledge. We think oneness is a joke. Oneness is a power. Look at the power of Prahlad. Pahar se fek diya, baj gaya. Saap ko bheja, phul mala ban gaya. Jalane ka koshish kiya, to bua jal gai, ye baj gaya. Ultimately, his own father comes that I am going to kill you. What does he do? What does Prahlad do? See, look at the story. We are all read, I am sure. Look at the beauty of the story. How does he confront his father? Prahlad is never shown as disrespectful towards his father. All that he keeps telling him that, Dad, you are okay. Fine. You may give me the you know ATM and all that. But Dad, you are not Hari. But Hari is in you. This is the knowledge that he had. You are not Hari, but Hari is in you. This is the knowledge, teaching of the Gita. So he says, Sabke andar Bhagwan hai, so mera kisi se bear nahi hai. Aapke saath bhi nahi hai. Nahi to bowl that I am God. Many modern parents don't say it, but they behave like Hari Nekashuk. <laughs> they behave like Hari Nekashuk. I am right. What is it? How can you be always right? <laughs> Even Harinikashi was not right. He had done a par tabasya kiya tha. You can't be always right. We can be wrong sometimes. And in every house we need a little prahlad to <laughs> as a sober sobering influence. <laughs> so imagine what it happens with three prahlads. Where are the <laughs> Ambika? <laughs> You know, Prahlad is a sobering influence. That you may be okay, but you are not always right. You are not the boss of the world. You didn't build creation. You can't just tell me everything about what is right and wrong. So who will tell you? Well, there is Hari. <laughs> now, who is this Hari? He has also not seen. That's the beauty of this. Prahlad has not had, you know, the darshan of Hari except... Once it is described when he, you know, is thrown from the cliffs. It's an amazing description. When suddenly he is thrown into the ocean and he has a vision of Vishnu. It's a very amazing description. But he doesn't know this is real or hallucination. <laughs> but he knows there is Hari. Look at the power of this oneness that an impossible Harina Kashup is destroyed. So I personally feel one way is 
I manage this force, that force, Feng Shui, this Baba, that Jadi, that Booty, this allopath, homeopath. Some people like to have all the numbers. Then they ask me. Sometimes they ask me, Doctor, allopath ke saath homeopathy le sakte hai? I said, Jo lena hai lo. Lekin, ek cheez mein nahi kehta hon, jo mere man mein hoti hai. Ho ye sohi jo Ram rachi rakha, ko kari tarvo bravi shakha. Heard about it from Ram Charit Manas. You know, Ramcharit Manas is a set of chapais which people used to open. What do Ram Shlaka. Ram Shlaka. So you want to know, you know, uh, what is going to happen. You have a question in mind. Whether you are going to succeed or not. And you put your fingers and then slokas are formed. It's amazing, but it's an amazing thing. So there was one slok that said, Ho Ram Rachi Rakha. Ko Karitar Ka Shakha. The will of the Lord is going to happen. You want to try Vastu? Harinakashupa tried it. You want to have all the doctors at your beck and call? Well, Ravana had the best doctor in his service. Sushen. And the fellow ended up reviving <laughs> Lakshmana. Look at the paradox of Ramayana. It's an amazing scripture if you look at it from many angles. It's not just about Sushena being such a kind Vaidya. Look at how the fellow was trained on state medicine. He was a state-funded doctor. Trained to help Ravana so that he doesn't die. He's a man who has Sanjeevani Vidya. It's not a joke. But after all this training, whom does it help? He help? Because buddhi to uski bhagwan ke control mein hai. Eventually, that Vidya is used aid his arch enemy who is going to kill his son. Look at the beauty of the scripture. So, ho hi ye so hi, jo ram rachi rakha. We may try all these methods, but as I said, vastu also is a very, you build a wall there, the whole thing changes. I prefer the way that God is everywhere. Rather, that's the original Veda or Vedanta. Rather than this God is here, that God is here, this God is a third place. Agni ka vaha sthaan hai. You know, I have heard this. Agni ka sthaan vaha hai, to yaha par rasoi honi chahiye. This was news to me. Because from what I had read of the Vedas, I had heard, Agni ka sthaan hirde mein hai. Abhi, agar Agni ka sthaan rasoi hai, to peet mein hona chahiye. Vastu is all about sun energy, right? It's, it's about the forces of a subtle world. I am, you know, simplifying it. And it's perfectly fine if somebody deals with it. I am saying there is a greater approach, more spiritual, more dynamic. Because whatever forces, you see, people live in Vastu houses and they die, they fall sick. They have all the issues. Equally, there are people who have, you know, just, just like that and they, they also survive. You know, this, this is very strange, the way the forces work. It's, it, it can take us into great complexity when we try to imagine the kind of forces that work in human at any given point of time. You will be amazed. Take the example of some leader who died in 99 or 98, you know, belonging to a major party in the southern state who used to wear a black glass. I can't be more clear than that. Karunaniti. Uh, name, look at it. You know what his lifestyle was? The man used to drink every evening. 
he used to be a debauch it's a fact he had vitriolic disbelief in god in his party manifesto you are supposed not to believe in god so i didn't know this till a senior leader came wanting me to cure his two sons so he had heard from some place apollo hospital that go to this doctor they think you know spiritually connected means you have some magic so he came to me and after say i i look okay, i'll i'll take care he said doctor only one request kya aap bhagwan ke bare mein nahi batana i said ek aur hiranyakashyu pa gaya i said kyu nahi why not what's wrong with it he said no 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 you know because uh, we are rationalists i said don't worry. i didn't understand till then okay it doesn't matter i'll rationally convince him about god i am also a rationalist i am not a irrational fellow so i said uh, i'll rationally i can no 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 sir i'll be outcast from the party if they come to know i said acha aisa hai party mein bole ha party mein manifesto mein hai you are not supposed to believe in god the beauty is he didn't believe in god everything but god believes in all of us and he works in all see one of the biggest lessons that shurabindo gets lessons or experiences of divine wisdom he says you think you have come here by your own will or because of this or that government i have brought you here and then he turns him his eyes and says look everywhere i am working not only in the one who the wakil who is helping you but also in the one who is opposing you because their understanding is within my control and how beautifully shobindo writes that after that he stopped giving instructions to his lawyer cr das when he would ask he would say you go by because he had seen that krishna is working in all so i my personal take is that dekho either we can believe in one or we can believe in many i am not saying that this is good or bad i personally prefer the one because i have understood it as the highest spiritual wisdom now one may have one may be ye bhi thoda kar le i personally feel it is putting palm in two now wo story hai na uski ki ek aadmi doob raha tha to usne kaha ki main bulau kisko to he ganpati baba एक मिनट हुआ नहीं बुला ये नाव तो स्थिर नहीं हो रही तो उसने इसको भी बुलाया उसको भी बुलाया हमारा तो बहुत सिंपल है सी आई बिलीव इन सिंप्लिसिटी लाइफ इज ऑलरेडी वेरी कॉम्प्लिकेटेड एंड वी कैन एंटर इन टू एंडलेस कॉम्प्लेक्सिटी बाई complicating it further by all the threadbare analysis of all the forces because today it is vastu trust me the way business is expanding you will have some other like the way the word yoga is now expanding and everywhere we have all kinds of yoga even in mother and shurabindo's name purna yoga i i was surprised somebody using the word purna about x mr x Mr X who is the founder of Pune Yoga then i said my god ye pune yoga ka founder kahan se ho gaya and claiming to be a disciple of mother and shurbindo i am not joking i am telling you a truth you will see it on the site and i am vocal about it that you know what is not not right is not right 
I have seen people who talk about divine life. That, you know, the word integral yoga and divine life, they were all patented. Can we imagine yoga being patented? So this is how we work. When we work with multiplicity and this force and that force, I won't be surprised. Soon after Vastu, there was Feng Shui, which was nowhere in the picture, but money can, you know, pranayam, well-known now. You have so many brands. So I won't be surprised if tomorrow people come up with a new science. <laughs> Always, you know, there was a time, pranic healing, pranic healing, everybody was all mad after pranic healing. Now you don't see much of it. Then came Reiki, new name. Now, you know, then came gem therapy. You know, now the problem with this mind game is that, like, khadao ke pani piyoge to ye ho jayega, bat ke piyoge, you know. I know people who have gone paranoid to an extent that, Garmi instruction hai, bad ke pani piega. You know, the fellow is getting crazy. Isme pani pine se ye ho jayega, usme pani pine se ye ho jayega. You know, hundred forces. It's a fact. It has an effect. Colored water, this water. There is a whole science of that, incidentally. Ki if you drink water in hara bottle, it has this effect. If you have, again, suri vigyan hai. Wo, ab hara bottle mein pani bahar rakh dijiye. Nila bottle mein rakh dijiye, it has different effects. I'd read it, it's the part of the naturopathy. My way is, hara bottle, nila bottle, pila bottle, kahan kitna control karunga. To, maa tumhara charana amrit. Live with that, so, life becomes so simple. Somebody asked me, how was the flight? I said, well, this served the same trash. <laughs> I took it as prashad. So, kitna acha simple concept hai. Mata ji ko offer kiya, Bhagwan abhi yehi khilana hai aapko, to chalo, thik hai. Husi ko khage. To usme kya hota hai? This joy, delight. And it brings us in contact with the one who is the originating power of everything. Agar hum seedha president ke saath talmeel betha sakte hai. To kyun idhar udhar ye minister, wo... Office mein clerk ye officer se kyun hum dosti banane ka jarurat hai. So I believe in that. But I am not saying that there is no science in it. There is some truth in it. There is some truth in everything in this world. But not an absolute truth. And much of it becomes later on driven by economic and commercial things like Allopathy, there is some truth in allopathy, some truth is homeopathy, some truth in naturopathy, but none of them is a perfect remedy. And many allopaths, homeopaths and naturopaths are also driven by commercial gains. So they will make you believe that this is an, uh, you know, how do you know the line? The line is when somebody says, I am going to treat you and cure you by this method. When somebody says that I say, Bhagwan, Ab Bhagwan, because you know, Sri Ramakrishna said that, that God laughs twice. One, when a physician says, I am going to cure your child and God has already decided to take away. The second is when a lawyer says, I will do husband and wife ko ek kar dunga jab Bhagwan decide kar ki inko alag karna hai. You know, God has his ways. So, um, I prefer the simpler way. But those who want to try, the other can try. We can't step into two boats. So, uh, sir, when we are committed to our own karmas, uh, in the journey we see a lot of obstacles in, t- in terms of uh, people who are not committed to their karmas. 
So just to proceed, we just ignore them or forgive or forget them. But when we do this repeatedly, it brings a sort of feeling that we are doing injustice to ourselves. So is that feeling right? And uh, my second question is uh, how to tackle with it, you know? Yes, so you see, there are, if you analyze any state of consciousness, you will see there are many strands mixed into it. Implicit within this question is that, well, uh, I am responsible for my karma, but when others do this thing to me, I have to listen and do things according to me. Isn't it implicit? Now, that is not implied in the law of karma. It doesn't mean that I have to listen every anybody for that matter, not just any Tom, Dick and Harry. If I feel from within that something is not quite right, I have every right to express myself and not listen to it and say very clearly, what is it going to create? It is going to create a disharmony which we don't want. But a harmony which is gained at the expense of truth is never a good thing. It's a facade. That kind of life we have lived or rather the old people lived, they managed life like that. And its results were disastrous. It led to more and more falsehood down the line. The same lady who was oppressed by his mother-in-law became a worse mother-in-law instead of, you know, uh, becoming a more understanding lady. Because she, so much, initially she would have reacted, but she began to slowly interject it. Then she became, it's my conscience. Like, you know, that's one reason why we should not engage too much into negative discussions because then you identify with the other person's mind and your consciousness begins to become like that. So nobody asks us to uh, follow somebody else's logic or truth, which may be true and valid. We don't have to question. We don't have to demolish. And that's what is happening in today's age. That, well, this is what I feel is my truth at the moment. There also we must understand what I see as truth today may not be my truth. Truth advances as we grow. It evolves. At the same time, when we contradict or confront somebody, we should follow the way of Prahlad. We don't have to be aggressive and you're wrong and I'm going to, you know, teach you. Nothing like that. We can say with the smile of Prahlad that, look, Mama, you know what? You don't know everything. I love you and respect you. Or mother-in-law mother or father-in-law, whoever it is. But you know what? I have to follow what I feel deep within me. I can tell you at the end of the day, not today, tomorrow, but because, you know, you have a life ahead and all of us have life ahead. You know, none of us are, I'm still to enter into the senior citizen. I'm waiting for that so that I can have advantages of concessions. <laughs> People will tell you, please, aap bed jaiye. <laughs> so, anyways, so when you follow what you feel is true to you, but you have to be very clear you are following a deep truth of your being, not a fancy, then people will end up respecting you for who you are. Even if you don't always succeed, there is a very nice phrase in the Gita, Swadharmo nidhanam shreya pardharmo bhayavaha. Follow your deep truth. But we must know that kahi ye bhi ek fancy to nahi hai. Sometimes you want to, you know, oppose for the sake of opposition. Sometimes you want to follow a fashion just because it's fashionable. Now that requires an effort. 
So instead of using effort to trying to either, you know, suppress myself, stifle myself or outburst into an anger and demolish the other person's argument, I look carefully within and make my choices. If I am a vegetarian, let me be a vegetarian by choice. If I am a non-vegetarian, let me be a non-vegetarian by choice. And I should have at least as human being used my minimum is reason which is supposed to be given to every human being. There is a minimum. <laughs> Unfortunately, really a minimum only present. <laughs> let us be reasonable human beings. So we use reason to decide, make a conscious choice. This is one step towards humanity than just being driven by all kinds of forces. And next comes that let's along with that grow into wisdom at any given point of choice. And people often quote the scriptures. You know, that's one problem which comes in. So I have two outstanding examples from the Ramayana and the Mahabharata. Which better scriptures? How does the Gita starts? That is the problem of Arjuna, no? Mere dada hai, mere tau hai, mere mama hai, matula, guru. Unko mein kaise oppose karu? Krishna to oppose karne ko nahi bol rahe, bol rahe. Shastra utha aur bhed kar. Matlab, what a teaching. Why? Because it is a dharma. So, same thing goes with Ramayana. You know, people often say, dekho Ram ji kitne achche the, pita ki baat sunte the, iski baat sunte. Aisa nahi hai. You know, how beautifully when Mirabai asked Tulsidas, that what should I do? On one side, I have a way of life. My deep engagement to Krishna. On the other side, my in-laws. They are Shakti Upasak. They want me to eat meat. They don't understand my feelings. What should I do? Should I follow them? Or should I follow my own truth? So what does Tulsi Das write? Oh, the famous bhajan. Again, one of my favorites. Jaake Priyana Ram Vaidehi so taj koti And he gives examples from Ramayana that those who don't love Ram and Janki, that's Ram and Janki are a figurative. You abandon them as koti berisam, as if they are your arch enemies, even if they are your loved ones. And then he gives example, and he gives example from the Ramayana. Bali Guru Tejo. Bali abandoned his Guru. For dharma. Vibhishan bandhu. When Vibhishan abandons his brother, Rama doesn't tell him you are doing a wrong act. Does he send his brother back? By the way we paint Rama, we should tell him that Rama should have said, what Vibhishan? You are not doing a good deed. You be with your brother. So what? He may be Ravana, but for you he is your brother. For me he may be my enemy. That's not how dharma is to be understood. That's not the way. Vibhishan Mehtari, uh, Vibhishan Bandhu Bharat Mehtari, Mehtari's mother, Rama's own brother, abandoned his mother. Who is more respectable than mother? What does Rama do when he returns back after 14 years of Vanvas? Does he chastise Bharat that you fellow, you did gross adharma? You know, one of the most beautiful things in Ramana is Bharat Milap. And why it is so beautiful? Because it shows that it's not about Bharat Bhai meeting. It's a most, you know, they've turned it into a soap opera. Social message in it. Bhai Bhai ka dost hota hai. Oh, Ramayana mein Bibishan aur Ravan bhi bhai hai. It's nothing to do with brother. It's, you know, Rama is a divine being comes from the victory. Who are the ones who have served him there? Lakshmana 
and Hanuman and the rest. But among them prominently is Lakshmana and Hanuman. But who has served him here? It's Bharat. How he has governed the kingdom with the Charan Paduka of Rama. That's not my kingdom, it is yours and I am a trustee. So Rama's meeting of Bharat is the meeting of the divine being with the soul which has turned towards the divine. That's why, you know, that episode when you see, I used to see Ram Leela, I have grown up on that. I used to have tears in my eyes. The emotions involved. This is not about Bhai meeting brother. It's about something much deeper. Profound spiritual message. But Rama loves him. He doesn't tell him that, you know, you did a very wrong thing. You will suffer in hell and go to Raurav Narak and Kumbhi Park. So in Indian thought, the thing which is important and it's not only Indian thought in, in spirit, Shivabindra and the mother, it comes the same thing, is dharma. So it's very important for every child to understand what is dharma. Dharma is not religion, dharma is not religiosity, dharma is not rituals, dharma is not number of hours, dharma is not a set of rules into black and white, dharma is not a code of conduct. Though all these things may spring up from dharma. Dharma is not a uniform code to be followed by all. Dharma is a vast, plastic, catholic, many-sided approach towards the one. Dharma is about the Sanatan Dharma, the eternal law. It's unfolding in our life. If that demands that I abandon my family and walk away like Buddha, it is Dharma. Otherwise, one would say, Buddha ne bahut galat kiya. If it demands that I raise arms and confront a Ravana, it is Dharma. Even though he is a Brahman. Look at it. If it demands, two extremes. On one side, he abandons and goes. If it demands like a Vivekananda that I leave aside my family, my presidency, college and my job and go out in search of the one and all over the world to sing the divine name, then that is Dharma. So Dharma is like that and we must discover our own unique Dharma. How do I connect with the divine to put it in very simple words and how do I allow the divine unfolding in my life? And if I do it, I am following the path of Dharma. And it will vary with everyone. And if somebody comes in the way, we don't have to fight. We have to see what is irritating me. Why am I, you know, you know, when we try to convince somebody, it means we are not yet strong in our faith. I'll follow my way. People will say, what is the way of the elephant? Sri Ramakrishna said that, no, that some fleas came and whispered to the elephant. Can we make our house in your ears? Elephant does this and they say he has said yes. So they make a house. Then after some time they say, can we leave you sir? Thank you so much. Elephant does this and they think elephant has given the permission. Elephant is not bothered. It's walking on its majestic path. It knows that I am a vahana of the Lord. It's not it, it, driven by the call of Lakshmi. It is driven by the face of Ganesha. It is not bothered about the fleas whispering something into its ears. So we should grow so vast in our consciousness, so strong inwardly, that it doesn't affect us. So to that extent, we should practice equanimity and stop being affected by what others expect of us. At the same time, we should know that what I expect of myself 
is not springing from the desire self. Because either which way, whether I follow somebody's desires or mine, it will lead to ruin. I must discover my own inner truth and follow it, even if the world comes to blazes. Thank you, sir. Can you talk a little bit about the psychic being? What is its role in our life and what is our role to the psychic being? So this is the the psychic being. This is the very first thing. The mother at one place says, you know, uh, actually it is Shobindo's aphorism on which she comments. She says, often what we call as successes are failures. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when mother is asked to comment, she says, take for example, discovering the psychic being is the most important thing in life. And she says, to die without discovering the psychic being is a real tragedy. Yet most human beings hardly know about it. So psychic being is the immortal within us. And a lot of problems we face in life is because we are haunted by the shadow of mortality which spurs our actions. See, people are driven to, you know, save this, do that, that. They are harassed. We live under the shadow of death without realizing it. That's why in Buddhism, one of the meditations is to meditate upon death. The impermanence of life. But that's a negative way to, you know. But it's haunting us. We don't realize. Suddenly we grow old. We, Arey, aur paisa jama karna hai. Kyo? Ab budhe ho jayenge. Chalis ke. There was a very interesting movie. Zindagi na milegi dobara. I don't know whether. I mean, I don't agree to everything that it says. But this aspect. Because we are haunted by death. We want to accomplish too many things in too short a time. In the bargain, we forget what we are meant for. This what we are meant for, this role in our life, what we are meant to do, that original blueprint is with the psychic being. So psychic being is, um, you know, the divine representative in man who is there to evolve through experiences of many lives and become a full-blown psychic personality. It is not a being, it starts with a little spark. What is the purpose of this psychic personality? It will one day become like a demigod upon earth. That's why when mother sees the psychic being which will supramentalize or enter into a supramental being is this. It starts its journey from becoming identified with matter. So it is Dehichinme. Then the psychic identifies with vital. It becomes Pranchinme. So when it is identified with vital, it has all the bhogas, desires and all that. But because this incorruptible, incorrigible fellow is here. It is cannot be satisfied precisely because we have the psychic within us. Shubindu says in one very beautiful you know, that poem, for life and mind and their glory and debate are the slow prelude of a vaster theme, a preface of the epic supreme. It starts like this that there is a need within the soul of man. The splendors of the surface never sit. Why? Because this is there. So then it identifies with the mind and become manome. But by its nature, it will take man beyond the mind. That's how the supramental being will be formed. Without the discovery of the psychic being, it's idle to talk about the supramental realization. So it is the key, the master key. Shobindo describes very beautiful lines. Passenger from life to life, from scale to scale. Another place says, artist of its own beauty and delight. When we touch the psychic, we don't need something external to feel good. 
to you know feel happy artist of its own beauty and delight it is self capable spontaneous knowledge a inherent peace which we discover within us a joy which is not based on any external circumstances the unfolding of truth in our life is through the psychic so it is the nodal point but for a long time the nodal point we think is the ego self it's a device of nature when the psychic is asleep then ego self is like a manager whose task is to allow nature because psychic is still asleep so in those who are um, not yet ready the manager is okay he may be a good manager or bad manager that's the mind but a time comes when we are not satisfied with it because this is becoming awake so that's the time we have to follow the calling of the soul and discover the soul within because this is the only way that we can the key with which we can open the other doors if the other doors open without the psychic it can be very dangerous i can tell you for sure it can be very unnerving i'll tell you how it happens if supposing people describe all these experiences and there are techniques now to open the this door or that door kundalini for example now human life lives within certain boundaries and measures you know we have fixed coordinates now when this greater consciousness comes it breaks those measures those fixed coordinates it can be very unnerving disorienting to the individual and those who are there connected with his or her life so but if the psychic is discovered and then this breakdown takes place there is a new order which spontaneously starts getting corrected because with this greater consciousness now you have to arrange it which is to be in a different way because now these are new things which have come into your life and while the old measures have gone a new way may come you know to give an example of the old consciousness mental consciousness which works within measure you have the relationship of husband and wife what is husband and wife it's a social institution with a religious sanction of fixed order and roles isn't it but what are we discovering now which is a deeper truth we are friends and equal partners which is very different it's not about marriage you may be married or you may not be married but if you love someone you have to respect that and honor that commitment it doesn't matter you may be together you may not be together like radha and krishna like rama and sita but still the deep commitment goes throughout so this is a more spontaneous order that the psychic brings it doesn't bring any fixed measure but imagine if the fixed measure fall away and this deeper consciousness is not there it can be very disorienting some people lose their way they can become almost like an animal uh, because then you are in the cosmic consciousness where all kinds of things are there and uh, they do have a glimpse of the self but their nature goes into a topsy turvy so psychic being from every which way is important and it's the seat of divinity in man which is in the heart in the depths of the heart that's why it's much more easier to discover the psychic being through a certain kind of feeling than through thought thought can also help us but it's a long passage thought will take us through this that subtle subtle ultimately it becomes silent when it becomes silent it sees oh there is was the light of the moon there and i was seeing its reflection in the lake so what was it trying to do what does the mind do it tries to make the lake still 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 you know you this analogy is used in vedantic literature 
which is very strange. So when I used to read it, I said, but why do you want to see the reflection in the, here? Why don't you turn your eyes and look at the moon? But that's the problem with the mind. Mind doesn't know how to uplook. It tries to quieten, quieten, then sees the reflection. Then you see, oh, the true thing is there. That's how you know you have the sohamasmi or tattvamasi. But the other way is through a psychic feeling. Now psychic feeling, how does it operate? Through the sense of the beautiful, through the sense of the good, through the sense of the true. What is called as satyam shivam sundram. The sign of somebody with a, you know, psychic development is that the person will be refined. He cannot do ugly things. You don't have to tell him that don't tell a lie. He will feel hurt inside. Why am I telling a lie? Why am I cheating someone? Can't do it. Whatever he does, he will do it with the sense of truth. It may not be according to the human social standards. But he will do it with the spirit of truth inside. Because psychic by its nature loves truth. Psychic by its nature seeks the good of all creatures. And psychic. So for the psychic, every moment becomes auspicious. A moment of celebration. Because you know, it feels the divine everywhere. And it has intimately the sense of the beautiful. An act which is of a wicked nature... It's impossible for a person with a psychic being even to conceive in the mind. He, it cannot. It won't allow. It's like when you light up a fire, the animals are away. They don't come near because they see this fire. They are afraid of fire. Because they know this is something we can't do. The jungle book of, you know, Rudyard Kipling, that Agni pool. So this is human beings, so they are scared. They are scared. So they are afraid. So this fire, when it is awake, and the more it is awake, it becomes impossible to do things which are of an ugly nature. It is the perfect antidote and cure for all these so-called negativity and this and that. Because when you use the word negative, then positive, then good and bad, then we are swinging between two dualities. So when we are swinging between dualities, then we are suppressing one in the backyard and putting this facade. But there in the backyard. So it bursts out like Yudhishthir. Such a, you know, virtuous man ended up chaotically, you know, putting Draupadi and all his brothers on Dham and the kingdom, none of which belonged to him. The psychically awakened person will never do it because it knows it is not mine. It belongs to the divine. So this is the big difference. And in this yoga, the method is to concentrate in the heart. Every day we should spend some time concentrating in the center of the heart. We don't have to worry about the technique. As I said, the divine knows himself in the heart of the seeker. Some people teach it as a technique. Either may exactly is taught, but divine cares to hoots about our anatomical knowledge. If we are keen to find the psychic being, the consciousness will center itself around there. But that, it's not a method or technique, but a seeking. So, but every day we should sit, concentrate in the heart with the will to find the psychic. Or if you want to make it simpler, with the will to find the divine presence which is seated in the heart. It will go through the door of the psychic. We discover the psychic by turning and giving all our emotions and thoughts to the divine presence who is within. So it grows. We have to nurture the psychic and help it grow into the being by giving it the real milk and not the formula food. What is formula food? The scriptures. 
वर्ड्स इज इंटरप्रेटेड स्क्रिप्चर्स इसका भाज से उसकी टीका गिव इट द ओरिजिनल फूड वॉट इज द ओरिजिनल फूड फॉर द साइकिक सी माँ 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 कॉल द डिवाइन नेम साइकिल वेकअप एंड कम बिकॉज इट्स इट सीक्स दैट इट डजेंट केयर अबाउट ऑल द पांडित एंड ऑल द डिस्कशन एंड डिबेट्स ऑन दिस स्क्रिप्चर दैट स्क्रिप्चर बट द मोमेंट इट सीज अ ट्रू लाइट लव फॉर गॉड सरेंडर इट्स इज हा हियर इज समथिंग द मोमेंट इट सीज ग्रैटिट्यूड द साइकिक वेक्स अप एंड द मोर इट वेक्स अप देर इज ग्रैटिट्यूड ऑल पीपल हु आर विदोड विद ए डेवलप्ड साइकिक फील दैट ग्रैटिट्यूड first towards human beings which is okay good enough but eventually towards the divine for everything and this gratitude goes to a point where when they see catastrophe what others will say ki oh my god he believed in god and look what happened this man will say thaiya thaiya teri talwar ke niche mein nachiyan karke thaiya thaiya you know i am dancing below your sword and you are cutting my head because i know that the ego must be destroyed because he the perspective changes so the psychic always ends up discovering the divine in all things and everywhere that's why it's so important the one security if the psychic is there you call the divine through this door the one true door instantly he will be there in the any kind of situation and circumstances you can call through other doors also but it's very difficult mind will say are mera mantra kya tha वो हुआ था ना कर्ण के साथ एक मंत्रा याद किया था उसने और भूल गया जब उसको क्राइसिस का मोमेंट था ही फोगॉट सीधे मेरा मंत्रा क्या था अब ऑफ कोर्स पीपल से उसको श्राप था बट अगर वो हरि को याद रखता वो कहता कृष्ण भगवान आप सामने खड़े हो ये क्या बात है मैं मंत्रा भूल गया मंत्रा पे डिपेंड कर रहा हूं अभी मैं आप पर डिपेंड करता हूं करो क्या करना है यू नो यू वुड हैल्टीमेटली हिस्ट्री वुड हैोर्स he couldn't do it so this is the problem with the mind but for the psychic it doesn't matter which way you call this mantra that mantra this scripture that scripture whether you even take a word or not the moment you call from the psychic the divine is there because the psychic is the child of the mother in us so even for the most material things in life people often say spirituality for retired men for retirement only graveyard is there <laughs> or maybe the agni da whatever it's called crematorium he can apply there i mean by retired i mean there are young people who are live like retired people ah, we have everything in life now you know there is a retired there there are people at 90 who are not retired who want to know more retired man is somebody who says i know everything you know i have read i have read shankara i have read buddha so sometimes i ask what have you realized you have read everything सोल मिला है क्या क्या होता है पढ़ा है शोरबिंदो ने लिखा है इसके बारे में पढ़ा है काम नहीं आएगा सो लेट्स अवेक इन दैट अर्ज एंड ऑल अर्ज फॉर प्रोग्रेस कम्स फ्रॉम द साइकिक टू सर्व द डिवाइन कम्स फ्रॉम द साइकिक सी इट इज द स्टोर हाउस ऑफ एवरीथिंग एंड द सिक्योरिटी दैट वी इन टूडेज एज नीड वॉट बेटर सिक्योरिटी देन द डिवाइन ऑल द टाइम बींग देयर विद यू वॉट विल यू वरी अबाउट any catastrophe cannot touch you because you are in the state of prahlad so so calling mother's name reading her books opening by whatever means satsang all these this is not conferences their purpose is to 
have the psychic food that's why i always look at it these are not academic discussions the purpose of all these uh, you know meetings gatherings if anything is to have a little food for the soul and we go back little more inspired little more awakened its purpose is not to give a technique or a method there is no such technique or method because he uses all methods and no methods jab bhagwan ne bol diya to abhi manush kya hai when this is awakened it learns from anything and everybody people often ask me abhi to shurbindo nahi aaye se ekdam ulta bol rahe ho my experience is that he is everywhere in everything so if you have to just open then you actually see a child speaking something as i said wo kutta mein bhi wo sikha raha hai ek lesson ki jaisa tumhara consciousness hai waisi tum utna hi enjoy karoge first class business class mein baith ke kutta to kutta rahega you know because he is still caught up with his atmosphere aur jo raja hai usko kuch banne ki zarurat nahi hai you know jo raja hai jo janta hai main raja hu वो जाके सब में मिल रहा है उठ बैठ रहा है साधारण कपड़ा बट ही नोज इज किंग युवराज को पता है वो युवराज है वो पॉलिटिकल युवराज नहीं बट सॉरी फॉर दी साइड यू नो यू आर चाइल्ड ऑफ मदर व्हाट 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 वुड यू फियर एंड व्हाट कैन ड्रेड यू एंड व्हाट कैन यू नो टेरर विल लाइन्स टेरर विल फ्ली फ्रॉम यू विथ टेरर terrified if terror comes to somebody with who is holding this fire within it will flee away in terror terrified ki ye main kiska paas aa gaya nahi nahi wo khardushan ka story hai na usko maarne bheja tha ram ji ko wo lot ke jata hai bolta hai tu maarne bheja hai ya humko marwane bheja hai janta hai wo kaun hai ravana has not met him is it hai kaun talka ko mara hai sadharan manav hai tum rakshas ho le jao meri 14000 sena तो खरदूषण क्या बोलते हैं कहते हैं ये हमको तो मारेगा चौदह हजार उसको भी मरवा रहा है देन ही सीज दैट देर इज ए चांस फॉर माई मुक्ति वेरी ब्यूटिफुल स्टोरी सो हमारी स्क्रिप्चर्स में तो ये सब कहानी है ना बड़ी सुंदर सुंदर जाको राखे राम मार सके ना कोई सो साइकिक इज दैट पार्ट विच कैन रियली इट द मोस्ट प्रैक्टिकल थिंग इन लाइफ एवर टू एक्वायर बिफोर वी एक्वायर ए डिग्री we should be taught how to find the soul the illiterate or the unlettered man of dakshineshwar see who comes to meet him the most literate ishwar chand vidyasagar bowing at his feet and shri ramakrishna with his characteristic smile he says what sagar has come to meet nalla मैं तो पढ़ा लिखा नहीं हूं नाला मीन्स मेरा नॉलेज तो तुम तो सागर हो विद्या के सागर हो विद सेंस ऑफ ह्यूमर सो विद्या सागर सेज जो नल्ला समुद्र में मिल गई जो नदी उसके पास कौन नहीं आएगा सब आएगा बिकॉज ही इज ओवरफ्लोइंग विद द डिवाइन कॉन्शियसनेस दिस इज दाथ शोन टू अस बाई द ग्रेट वंस पास बिफोर अस ईशा धर्म सनातना संस्कृत में आई डोंट नो सोर्स ऑफ दिस बट सत्यम ब्रिवर प्रियम ब्रिवर न ब्रिवर अप्रियम सत्यम स्पीक द ट्रूथ 
and it it goes like this um, speak the truth and speak it beautifully mm-hmm. then he says the other part which is not normally spoken right. is do not speak untruth just because it is sweet it it runs like that so speak the truth but speak it pleasantly there is a beautiful way to speak it now people pick up the pleasant part of it so it is like if you are don't speak untruth just because it is pleasant so you don't have to do that so that is the whole thing speak the truth speak it pleasantly speak if, if your consciousness is clear and they join the heart you will not be unpleasant with anyone you know because you are happy so why would you want you don't want to put down somebody in debate or prove a point to anyone when the psychic speaks the truth speaks with that clarity and that sweetness it is called as the eater of the honey there are many interesting descriptions of the psychic within man eater of the honey of the lotus that is the psychic then another description is it can separate milk from water you can't deceive a person with an awakened soul he may choose to ignore you and you may think isko buddhu bana liya buddhu bana nahi hai he just not bothered about this <laughs> many such descriptions of the psyche it can be a good agenda so anything else otherwise there is a question yes rohan what is the difference between the soul and the psychic the soul and the psychic so you know now uh, we come to a little bit of metaphysics and it's all right to complete the whole thing so you must have heard in indian thought often a term called paramatma jeevatma atma this is the term generally used there are different terms terminologies which are used just to simplify the paramatma is the all and beyond the all now for the sake of the play he brings within himself countless little points he simultaneously lives in that unity points of light and these points of light are what are what is the soul now or the jeevatma now they are with the parmatma so they are having a kushi time it is enjoying but that's not enough the manifestation has to be there now a portion of the jeevatma in shobindur's terminology it is the portion of the jeevatma stays where it is beyond time and space but it sends down a ray into this creation like out of the sun some photons travel out to give light and that becomes the chaitya purusha but psychic being but initially it is just a little drop of light from that jivatma jivatma it's this not there in traditional uh, except that you know there is a hint uh, like kathopanishad that you know he is in the center uh, etc uh, angust matra purusha like that but it's not elaborated there is a reason why it's not elaborated because the psychic essence or spark to develop into a fire because it's indestructible through life after life it develops into a fire and when it develops into a fire then it becomes a psychic being a psychic personality around it so what is its relation with the jeevatma which is always with the divine 
In Shobindo's terminology, the differentiation between the two is central being and psychic being. So central being is always above the play. Now this central being has the original script. Out of itself is a sent forth like a little child into the world to grow by experience and become a strong personality who will embody what the central being is originally intended. Let's now make it a little more elaborate. So let's say divine who is Anand. He creates many points of light. Let's say light A, to put it mathematically, is meant to express knowledge and light B is meant to express love, manifest love. So to manifest it has to come down into the creation just as the divine takes the avatar. So it has to come into creation. That's how it will manifest. So what does this light A? It sends a little ray of itself into creation to develop into a being of truth and knowledge. And B sends a little being from itself into this creation to grow up as a being of love. Now their journey will start. So the being of knowledge will face all the challenges, oppositions, errors. Why? Because it has to grow into knowledge. It must face its opposite. The being of love will experience what kind of challenge? All hatred, jealousies, everything which is contrary. Why? Because it has to grow into the being of love. Look at the plan of God. Now, eventually through life after life, this is not just one life experience, this little spark which is meant to express, whose original script is with the central being. So it keeps giving a corrective. Till a time comes when the psychic being is fully developed. And then it knows that, oh, that's what I am, the central being. So, you know, this, this image is in the Upanishad's Dwasuparna. One who is sitting and eating the fruit and the other is enjoying without eating it. One is eating the fruit and it's sweet, bitter taste. Mitha bhi enjoy kar rahi, beech mein bitter a gaya toh bitter bhi enjoy kar raha hai. Upar wala dekh raha hai aur woh joy ke state mein hai. So when the full psychic being fully develops, then it knows that, oh, this is what I am meant to express, which is what was the question, one of the questions in the previous session. How do I know my role? We know this role when the psychic being is developed. Then the psychic being can fuse and become one with the central being. Or it can one of the greater gods can descend and manifest a god of beauty or a god of love or a god of... We have examples and such a person can become a vibhuti of the Ishwara. Or one can merge back or one can carry on the burden of creation following a new line as a free, free soul. So all these are there. So soul word is used as a generic, the immortal element inside. It's a soul. But what does it do? What is its mission? How does it grow? When we talk about that, then we have to use the word the psychic being and the psychic evolution. So in traditional scripture, this is a big hiatus actually. That there is a soul within. Alright. It is coming into rebirth. Why? Because it's tied to the cycle of karmas. Who tied it to the cycle of karma? What was the original karma? Some maya. Miss Maya came and all the game got over. Then why is it seeking liberation? There is no change in its fundamental status. Mind you. It is just caught in the wheel till a time comes when it goes. There is no change. So it appears absurd that the divine consciousness supposed to be so wise has allowed us to be so easily trapped. And now after all this rigmarole of pain and suffering it says come back to me. 
So that hiatus or gap in understanding metaphysically or the question that any sensible mind would raise, Shobindu fills it by bringing this truth about psychic being that no, the soul has not come just like that. It's come with a mission. What is the mission? To manifest the divine. So what is karma? Karma is a machinery of evolution. All the challenges and opposition it faces and the so-called consequences are helping to shape it, grow into what it is meant to become. So soul is a generic term you can use in any which way. The immortal element. And when that immortal element develops a full-fledged psychic personality, then you use the word psychic being. Soul is the seed, if you want to put it. Psychic is its flowering and blooming and fruition. Of course, uh, the word soul is used very ambiguously and very stupidly when people use the word wicked soul. (laughs) Somebody asked mother about it. What do you know about the soul? Soul is never wicked. Soul is always beautiful. It's a divine child. Then some people say, oh, oh, uski atma, bhatakti atma. (laughs) That's the ghost. Nothing to do with soul. Ghosts are poor, terrified creatures. They seek solace. If you encounter one, tell it, bhaiya, dikhi mat ho. (laughs) I was going to say Modi ji. (laughs) Aajkal yin nara hai na, Modi hai to mumkin hai. (laughs) <laughs> joke apart if you encounter a ghost tell him why are you so worried divine will take care of you and pray for the soul to divine ki please take care of you this child ye bula bhatka child to kya ek fragment hai why you know psychic being will never be afraid of any it's not afraid of anything because it knows it's indestructible so that's how we should have this you know when but people use this word very ambiguously. That's why Shurabindu has given specific terms. You ask many people, they don't know the difference between soul and ghost. They say this. Uski soul par haunt kar rahi hai. No, it has come even in custom. So people ask me question ki, Das saal ho gaya hai, jaake hum sraad karte hai. I said, kyo karte ho? Humari scripture mein likha hai. So I ask, ki scripture mein likha hai ki das saal tak karna hai? Ramji ne kiya tha, immediately kiya tha. Saryu nadi mein jab unko... He, immediate uska samaj aata hai because your soul is traveling upward. Das saal tak ho to neya body. We, on one side you say it takes a new body. Whom are you doing the shrad for? The only answer I have is for the pandits. Unka bhi kuch fayda hona hai, unko bhi bachyon ko padhana hai. UK bhejna hai, US bhe, unke bhi aspirations hai. So this word soul has been misused, often abused. That's why this term is uh, not much used. Like the word God. If you see, Shurabindu doesn't use this term very often. And so with the mother. And she says, when I grew up, the God of religions was something which I abhorred. I always used to believe the God of religions, oh, he's a real monster. Her words. And actually it is so. Bhagwan ka dekh lena, Bhagwan ki maar padegi na, punishment dega. Bhagwan nahi ho gaya, ek hawa ho gaya. Almost like the, you know, Gabbar Singh of Shole. Bhagwan a jayega, Bhagwan a jayega. Are Bhagwan a jayega, toh kalyan ho gaya. Punish karega. Ye Bhagwan nahi hai, ye toh humne erect kar diya. 
So that's why these terms, uh, Shurabindo has discarded and he used a new term, terms which are more neutral with shades of meaning, subtle like divine. You can apply simultaneously to a being and to a state of consciousness. Very difficult to apply the word God simultaneously. You can say a divine being, you can say a divine atmosphere, you can say, depending on how you use it, you can use it simultaneously as a noun and an adjective. It's very beautiful about this word. God you can't use. You have to use godly, godlike. So uh, these terms have a meaning. Okay, so shall we close with a little reading from Savitri about, uh, you know, so many places he has described the soul. Um, it's very difficult to choose, but for the moment, the one which I want to read it, page 48-49, The Secret Knowledge. It is the origin and the master clue. A silence overhead and inner voice. A living image seated in the heart. An unwalled wideness. This is the only true path of universalizing yourself. Otherwise, if you do it in any other way, you enter into cosmic ignorance. An unwalled wideness and a fathomless point. If you probe it, it will take you to the transcendent uh, fathomless point. The truth of all these cryptic shows in space. Want to understand the meaning of our life? All the drama that is going on? This has the script. The real towards which our strivings move. The secret, grandiose meaning of our lives. A treasure of honey in the combs of God. Eater of the honey. What a beautiful description. A splendor burning in a tenebrous cloak. It is our glory of the flame of God. Our golden fountain of the world's delight. It is through this that the delight which is at the back of all creation bursts forth. Look at the word fountain. You know, fountain is a point through which the water gushes out and emerges. An immortality cowled in the cape of death. The shape of our unborn divinity. It has all the you know future known to it. It guards for us our fate in depths within. Where sleeps the eternal seed of transient things. Always we bear in us a magic key. Concealed in life's hermetic envelope. A burning witness in this sanctuary regards through time and the blind walls of form. A timeless light is in his hidden eyes. He sees the secret things no words can speak and knows the goal of the unconscious world and the heart of the mystery of the journey years.
So we have one more method, very powerful method, both for the growth of the soul and for meeting the challenges of life. It is just read Savitri. Mother has used the word, it is the mantra of transformation. Everything is here. Everything. Okay, thank you. So maybe we'll uh, have a couple of minutes of some quietness. <laughs> 